Check, check. White check. Network production. This is the Fly Moto 60 Show. Presented by Maxis Tires, Pro Taper, and Get Data. On PulpMX.com. Taking your calls and looking ahead to the races with your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to the Fly Racing Moto 60 Show. It is Tuesday. You're usually Thursdays, but we're going to be doing a lot of these because we got six more Salt Lake City Supercrosses to get through. This is a Salt Lake City Supercross 2 preview show, Fly Race and Moto 60 show. No calls today, but we are going to give away some stuff, and I'll tell you how to do it. Uh, thank you for listening. Appreciate it. One hour, some hardcore straight moto talk here on the uh, Fly Race and Moto 60 show, presented by the folks at Athena, the folks at Pro Taper, and, of course, Max's Tires all on board with us. Fly Racing, uh, Blake Baggett leading some laps at the first round of the Salt Lake City Supercross. This is round 11 of the series. In fly racing gear, Justin Brayton also doing well early on wearing that fly racing gear. The Kinetic Mesh 20 20 and a half is out, of course. The guys debuted it way back when at Daytona, but it is available now at your local dealer. And uh, we are going to give away a set of that stuff. Yeah, that's right. So summer is coming here. The stuff is really good. It's vented well. Uh, I've got a set. I've been wearing it as well. So what we're going to do, instead of phone calls, uh, we normally would ask for phone calls, we are going to do a con- an email contest. How's that? Contest at pulpmxshow.com. Put fly gear in the subject line, and we will give you a set of gear to a random listener. Um, and so please, thank you for uh, listening and a little bit different format today, but a couple of great guests to get into everything. So, uh, again, flyracing.com. Please check them out at your local dealer. Uh, thanks to those guys for making things happen. Athena as well. Athena is a point of reference in the market for the production of complete gasket kits for motorcycles, dirt bikes, ATVs, and Harleys. They offer uh, they offer high-performance cylinder kits, pistons, fork seals, connecting rods, engine valves, clutch discs, and more. Uh, they are also a big part of the sister company, the folks at Get, which are used by Monster Energy, Yamaha, and JGR, and others out there. Uh, whether it's the ignitions that are used in Europe, or the data loggers, or the wireless hour meters, or the SOS uh, hour meter as well. So please check it out from the folks at get and Athena as well. The incredible level of performance and reliability of the products is guaranteed by the latest generation quality controls and the continuous development is ensured by the in-house R and D department, which works with the best racing uh, teams out there. So, uh, if you want to deal on anything from the folks at get and Athena contest, uh, contact us using the contact form on pulpamex.com. We'll slide that on in and, uh, we'll dial you in the Sella. This is the latest and greatest start device from the folks at pro taper. Uh, it's, it solves a problem facing by all the motocross racers, no matter what the skill level, which is setting a start device alone is awkward at best and impossible at worst. With its patent-pending self-engaged twist dial, Sella can be easily set without any assistance, giving riders the freedom to practice starts and line up for races by themselves. Its unique modular design allows Sella to be installed on the most full-size late-model motorcycle bikes. Uh, so thanks to the folks at ProTaper, ProTaper.com. Of course, they make the bars. They make 7 eight bar. They make the ProTaper bar. 
They make the uh, uh, oversized bar. Whatever it is, they got you handled. ProTaper.com for more information. Um, Maxis as well. Alex Ray using Maxis tires out there uh, to qualify for the main event. MXSTs developed by the king, Jeremy McGrath. So thanks to the folks at Maxis for helping us out. Great mountain bike tires as well. And uh, so, yeah, Maxis.com for more information on that light truck tires of course also so uh like i said no phone calls today so let's just talk about salt lake city a little bit um uh one and preview two mostly on this with a couple of great guests in here uh first up he is uh the founder of uh the editor of trans world motocross back in the day and of course mx racer as well long time uh media guy and uh, happy to have him here a good friend of mine as well don maeda what's up don how are you man hey steve thanks for Uh coming in Thanks, man. I'm, Swap Moto Live, of course. I, ma- now. I made it on time. I was yeah. a little bit worried I wasn't going to get here on time. Right. Well, we understand, Don, that with you, the mountain biking comes first and then covering. Oh, come on. Not just me, you too. <laughs> covering the sport comes second. Uh, you're, you, we're we're going to get, get into this in a second. Swap Moto Live, of course, uh, here in effect. And uh, also from Swap Moto Live, uh, doing a, a yeoman's work over there. Michael Antonovich, what's up, Anton? How are you? What's going on? Thanks Pull that mic up a little oh. bit closer. Thank there you. Appreciate it. Uh, what's happening, Anton? Not much, just hanging out, just enjoying Salt Lake. Okay, so... Uh, whoa, 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 he's not enjoyed Salt Lake I, I was at all. just going to get to that. <laughs> he's been in his, in the Airbnb the whole time. I like the work. I, I really enjoy the work with no distractions. He, I'm listen, working. I know he's I your... I know you do. You know, you know, like, I know he's your guy, but you don't got to say that just because Don's here. But Oh, no, he, um, he sees me so with the computer all the time. We've been mountain biking a couple yeah. times. Uh, I'm going to go out hopefully today. The media is really struggling here, folks, in Salt Lake City. Oh, uh, it's, it's tough. Yeah, please pray for us. But, Anton, where have you been? What have you been doing? First of all, we had even money that you were out there with the riders. I had a job to do, so I did not you do did, that. You did not join the riders or the protests. And then we have not seen you on a mountain bike either. So what is happening, Anton? Okay, I haven't pedaled since like June or July of last year. So before that first one, didn't want to get broke off because the victim status, you know, that's what would happen. And then uh, yesterday, Monday is the busiest day of the week. You know, kickstart, press release has got to go up, other stuff like that. So I stayed back and knocked that stuff out. But I'm going to get there. Don't worry. Don? 50-50. All he can do is ride a pit bike. We've already determined this, right? A pit bike or an electric dirt bike? Oh, Alta. Alta. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which, is, which is on brand for you, by the way. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I know what I am. I am what I am. I'm comfortable with it. <laughs> Anton shreds a pit bike and an Alta. Yeah. Uh, we got to get you on. I have two spare e-bikes. He's got you know, one he's got. Me. Okay, so we'll, we'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. Yeah, right. don't worry. All right, come on out. Uh, it's been fun, though, Don, uh, exploring Salt Lake City. It's beautiful up here. It has been a blast. Yeah. You know, I... Uh, I didn't know what to expect when we came here, but the trails are amazing. Yeah. And that place you took us, Draper. Yeah. That was fun. It was super fun, even though you got us lost like four times. Yeah, I know I did. I think if we went back again, I think I could figure it out. I don't know. Uh, Dave Janolfi took me the first time, and then, yeah, it it didn't go so well. Um, You know, Sean Brennan was in here at the Pulp Show last night, Mm -hmm. and I don't know if you guys heard this, but he said the series was 48 hours away from going to St. Louis. That's how, like, it was done. Everything happened. They were waiting, uh, and it was 48 hours from going to St. Louis, but Salt Lake stepped up. Utah stepped up first, but that's how close it was, Anton. If it would have happened, I would have totally believed that my life was like the Truman Show at that point because that is too perfect to happen. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it was that close, but instead we're here at Salt Lake City. I don't know that I would have gone. If it was in Salt Lake St. Louis. (laughs) Yeah, that would have been a tough ask for sure. Could you imagine that right now? Like, yeah. Right. Yeah, no, uh, listen, uh, I don't know how close to the, the, I don't think the Royce race came close to not happening, but, uh, we got the pandemic of course. And then we had the riots uh, going on in downtown Salt Lake city Did on you Saturday go outside night and check out the riots. Uh, we drove back, uh, pretty late, like kind yeah. of dinner time ish and things were on fire down there. Yeah. We saw black yeah. smoke and a lot of people and, and we, you know, so I, I said, let's drive up in there. I was outvoted. 
Yeah, so. I, I wanted to go see it because when I left the stadium, I saw like some really tan, homeless-looking guy in a Stars and Stripes bikini, a oh. man, standing in the middle of the uh, crosswalk yeah. looking like Jesus, you know? Right, right. <clears throat> I, didn't, I didn't see the cop car on fire at Dunkin' Donuts. Okay. But I had to go home to the, to the house and do yeah. some work. And I finished my work, and I'm like, dude, Anton, let's put e-bikes in the truck and go park and go ride yeah. around. I want a GoPro. It. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I had him talked into it. Oh, you did? Oh, I thought he would have said no. I, would, yeah. I thought he would have said no. I had him talked into okay. it, but then uh, who, who, does, who was I talking to on the phone? They're like, Jason said it was already yeah, over. Yeah, 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 SGB. Oh, okay. Jason Butchke said, oh, it's all over. Oh, okay. Everybody's gone. It's yeah, just yeah. cops. So. Oh, damn. Uh, now, good times here in Salt Lake City, I guess. Uh, very bizarre. Uh, now, Don, you're here officially for the Star Guys. You're chronicling. They're going to potentially win a couple of championships. Uh, so you're on board with those guys. So you're kind of more with the team, right, than, than with the media guys. So I don't know. Well, let, well I'll start with you then because I want to talk about this with Anton. What was it like? Like, you've been to 8,000 Supercrosses, and we know how it is, but this is a different world we're living in here. For us, we talked about it last night, different, weird. We didn't get to interact with anybody, but what about you? Well, it was weird because I, I was – I've been presented with different restrictions, right? Mm -hmm. In this capacity, like initially I was told I can't leave the semi. So I just posted up, opened up the laptop and I was working. I edited some videos and yep. got some stuff ready to go. Talked to the guys as they came in and out, ran their Instagram, so right. on and so forth. But uh, a little bit later on, I texted Wilbur and I was like, hey, because he's not here. He stayed back yep. with the amateur guys. And I said, hey, are you sure I can't go in the building and watch the race? And then he texted uh, Muye and he said, yeah, I can't. Oh, okay. So I got to go watch the race, but. Well, from it, where? Where were you? I was in the stands. Uh, what was that like? Dude, I almost pulled off with heat exhaustion. <laughs> you know, it was Yeah, hot yeah, there. it was, yeah. But it was crazy. It was crazy being in the stands. Like, I could have gone, hey, Anton. <laughs> and he would have heard me <laughs> yeah. down below, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was just, just kind of odd. Like, yeah sitting really far away from everybody else, but man, it was hot up there. Yeah. My favorite line was uh, from A-Ray yesterday, mountain biking, where he said, you can hear the flagman talking shit on you. <laughs> <laughs> Anton, for you, you're shooting photos for Swap Moto Live down there. You're, you're in the capacity of the media. I was in the press box with like three of us, four of us, and, and Sean had him spread out, so it was weird. Wygant was spotting for TV, so he was busy and just yelling, and, and so JT and I were spread across, but for you shooting photos, how many photographers total here? I want to say it's just a hand. It's me, Garth Milan, Ryan Swanberg, Mike Emery, Rich Shepard, LeBig from LeBig USA, yep. and then Guy B from Vital, and that's all I've seen. So what was that like down there? Honestly, it's the best it's ever been. <laughs> Typically, when you come to a Supercross race, like a normal one, when there's more photographers here and there's you know a dozen of us or more, yep. they get really strict on where you can and can't go. With this one... The people that are here know where you can go, know where you can't go. Like, we've all done this enough, so we're yeah. not going to get put in harm's way unnecessarily. Right. And there really hasn't been a lot of, like, gnarly confrontation with the track workers. Yeah. Because this year, prior to this, like, it had been just this never-ending fight where you'd go stand somewhere, and then a felled worker would come over and then stand directly in front of you and then, like, kind of chew you out. Like, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, well, no, it says you can be here in this map yeah. that we get. Yeah. So with less guys here, it's actually been better because we've gotten more free reign to do what we want. Yeah. But then at the same time, it's weird. Like the way I um, describe it is, you know, the like Motley Crue videos, like the old 80s hair metal videos where they would always shoot in the empty arenas before the people came. Yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. shooting this right. Supercross is like. It's like, okay, yeah, everybody's here. We're waiting for it. It's like those hair metal videos. Um, now, obviously, as a photographer, you know, practice photos suck a lot because there's no fans in the stands. There's no background. <laughs> it's empty seats, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of people like photos from the night show or with fans background background mm -hmm. that you photographers talk about 
So when you shoot a race like this, are you purposely not trying to get empty seats in? Like, are you taking no. different stuff? Or are you I just honestly, like, hey, here's here's what it is? I think like the empty seats thing, and especially with this venue, because yeah. there's a lot of, like, if you go down one side, there's mountains at the back and there's green, you know, everything yeah, yeah. over there. And then if you go to the other side, there's a big tower, there's the press box, all that other stuff. You have to show that there's nobody here. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. to act like it's not would just be kind of a disservice of the importance of everything going on. Mm-hmm. It's a huge deal that they're pulling this all off. And, uh, yeah, it might not look the greatest on TV, but, like, I was watching the race again last night. It doesn't look that bad. It kind of looks like race day live practice, but it's, it's yeah. not terrible. Yeah. Now, Swap Moto Live, you're doing – you got your regular podcast shows that you've been doing, uh, and your how was your weekend? You're getting riders – you're getting some buy-in from the riders to do them themselves, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're doing your podcast shows. How's that for, for – for the whole Swap Moto Live crew is picked up in here, so how's that done for you guys? Yeah, it's fine. It's, it's like – Yeah. It's pretty much business as usual so far. Um, yeah, the how was your weekend was – Pretty cool. I mean, get, yeah. I would like text guys, hey, we're not allowed to talk to you. Yeah. I mean, even though Guy B's running around talking to everybody like, yeah, you know, he didn't read the rule book, <laughs> you know, but like I'm uh, texting guys and they're, they're, they're doing it. They're yeah. selfie videoing yeah. and sending in to me. Right. And then we had a little mishap. So I asked, uh, you know, Kayla Mead, who's the Honda yeah. PR lady. I haven't met her yet, but she's new. She's right? hot. Yeah. She's good. Yeah. But uh, I asked her to, uh, you know, do a little sideways video with Kenny and she got me audio. Oh, okay. And so yeah. I texted Kenny. I said, hey, man, just so you know, I'm going to make a cartoon out of you and make your mouth move with a picture. And he's like, oh, okay, do it. <laughs> so yeah, that's what you did? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's good. Uh, no, yeah, it's, it's, I came back that, that after the race and called people for the post-race stuff, yeah. you know, and I got, I got, I got decent buy-in from guys, you know, like I think they understand it, right? And, yeah. and Feld guys have been doing the Zoom press conferences and guys have been showing up for that. So, you know, it's, it's different. It's weird, but we're, we're trying to get the story to the, to the fans of the sport. So, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I, my rant last night on the show was just like the, the masks. We, yeah, we got to wear them. Leave us alone. Stop talking to us. You, all you experts on Twitter that say that, why are you wearing masks? Leave us alone. We got to, we got to wear masks. Yeah. So honestly, it kind of came in handy the other day. Cause right before the 450 main event, this big dust storm came through. So it was <laughs> like, Oh, this is perfect. Oh, awesome. Get blown out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So this is the fly race and moto 60 show presented by, uh, Athena and get folks at Maxis and pro taper as well. No calls, but we are going to give away a set of 2020 and a half kinetic mesh gear contest at pulpamexshow.com. Just send us an email and, uh, you know what I want to do? Um, I want to reward the live listeners that are still tuning in because there's no phone calls and everything else. So we're going to have to give this away. I'm going to give this away in the next hour. You need to mail us in. One of you people in the next hour that are listening live are going to be the winners of this kinetic mesh gear stuff. So, uh, all right. So listen, it's been 85 days, Don, since we raced in uh, Daytona. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, McElrath and Sexton were the class of the East. And uh, Webb, Roxon, and of course, Tomac on the, on the 450s with Anderson putting in a good ride and being slightly worse than the top three guys. Mm-hmm. Nothing's changed. We've gone away. I was interested to see who was going to perform and who did, maybe didn't do the work and all that. But Don, uh, it was business as usual in both classes. Yeah, I think so. And then... The, the the big in the two fifty class, right? I was waiting for Colt Nichols to uh get on the podium or yeah. get up in the mix right yep. there. He's obviously fast enough. Yep. He was the what third fastest in qualifying, I think. Yeah. But he got taken down on the first lap. But how about Pierce Brown came from last to oh, fifth, it was right? Phenomenal. Was yeah. Yeah. So I think uh we could have seen something out like that out of Colt as well, because had his bike not been so bent up. Yep. But uh but yeah, man. I just was, thought it was funny that we're <laughs> this thing picked up right where we left it off. Looked, it looked like Tampa all over again. Yeah. Or Daytona or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, you know what I'm saying? Anton just, mm-hmm. just, we, we just, I mean, and part of it was a track and part of it was th- different starts and stuff. Like, like you weren't going to do much out there without a start. 
Mm-hmm. You had you needed that start, no matter what. No, and I think it's good though too that two guys, even though it was kind of a blowout race. I mean, yeah, they put thirty seconds on third place, but two guys to run within two or three seconds of each other for that whole thing that shows, hey, this isn't just a walk away thing. This is going to come down to two guys that really yeah. want to end their four or their two hundred and fifty career potentially with the title. Like Sexton's going up no matter what, and then McElrath's probably on the verge of leaving the four hundred and fifty class. Yeah, he's going to point out, right? Yeah, he's yeah. going to point out yep. for sure. Yep. So like he's got to do it. You know, so this will make this really, really interesting through these last few. I was just hoping for more variety in our results. <laughs> That's all. What, what do you think? Uh, you know, the tracks are going to get more technical from now. What they look you, like it. Yeah. What do you think about that doing to the results? Will the same guys still rise to the top? Don't or? you feel like? And I looked at the maps. Uh, I'm, actually, on Swap Moto Live was the first place I saw the new map. So good job on that, guys. I don't know if uh, Racer X Wygant was yeah, Anton got it up because he, no he, he, he wasn't mountain biking, right? Yeah. And so Wygant was out with me and didn't post the didn't post the tracks. Swap Moto Live did. So, anyways, uh, you're right, Don. They, I was looking at them and they do get more difficult. But don't you feel like? I'll start with you, Anton. Like you can all like no matter how technical the track is or whatever. Like you, on this kind of dirt and the way it's going to break down, you can only push so hard. You're yeah. gonna you're gonna crash if you push super hard. You have no traction. Things are going away. It's ruddy. It's crappy. So like I don't know. I think we may just get some sort of reserved racing on because of this track. The tracks. I think with what's going to happen tomorrow night, it's going to be a night race, so it's going to be a little bit more typical. It won't be the dry slick in one spot and then you know, foot peg dragging ruts in another. I think it'll be a little bit more of a, a variable, but like looking at the 250 East Coast, and this isn't a knock on those guys, it, there's always been an established hierarchy of who's where. You have the elite guys, and then you have the guys that are slowly learning how to get it, and then you have those independent privateer guys that fill out the other parts of the grid that have these awesome battles with each other, and right. that's just what we're seeing. It's yeah. always been that way. It'll always be that yeah. way. And it always seems like the East Coast gets more like that than the West Coast does because there's more independent guys on the East coast. Sometimes West yeah. coast guys, it's all those same so deeper. kids yeah, you yeah. Know all the time. Right. And they stay in that same pool. You we, get a lot more from the East coast. These weird guys from Texas or Iowa, Nebraska, wherever that all migrate and then make a name for themselves. What do you think, Don? Are we going to see because of like my, my theory that just the soil, the, the track, the way it is, I just think we're going to see a little tamer racing throughout the series, no matter the layout or am I, am I off base? Do you think? I think for sure during the day, yeah, the, like the, the day races. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> like I think tomorrow night's track will probably stay nice. You think? I, yeah. I think it'll. Yep. It won't be dry and slippery like like it was yesterday. Yeah, yeah. You, just because of the cooler temperatures. Cooler and, temperatures, yeah. and then you know I think the uh, the guys did a good job as best they could with the track on Sunday. You know they took a lot of water breaks and they maintained it with a little, yep. little dozer. Yeah. But, yeah. Some um, of those stupid uh, races look pretty slick early on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, so yeah. I didn't I didn't go in the stadium for the practice sessions because I didn't think I was allowed to, but I, I guess they were muddy, huh? Yeah. Yeah, heavy. <clears throat> like, bikes were just completely roached out. Yeah. But to be expected, I mean, especially it was, in the first one, they just had to soak it. It was first Vegas practice is what yeah, it reminded totally, me of, right? Totally. totally. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see if that affects the racing at night. Now, coming up, obviously, weather is weird at the best of times, and up here, I think it's probably more, more uh, up and down, but they are calling for some rain on Saturday, like 20, 30%. So we could, or Sunday, I mean. Really? So we could have some rain here, which would be weird and different and everything else. I mean, we've seen snow here, so, you know. 
I think the other thing is too, we haven't had a night race here in a while, like a true night race. The last time we were here when Jason blew that wheel out, that was an afternoon race. Was it? Oh, I don't remember yeah. that. Okay. So, I know that. But I didn't remember what, what it was. Yeah. Yeah. So with all that stuff, like we haven't really seen how this track will be. The last time that I was here and it was a night race, I do remember it being pretty good in the night show. Like moisture does come back. Once the sun goes down, they're able to get a little bit more of a handle on it. Uh, and then with tomorrow night running from like eight to 11, that's ample time. I mean, there's, yeah, the sun doesn't go down till like nine o'clock, but it'd be way better than just high noon. Like it was on, on Sunday. Yeah. Tomorrow's race is a, is a later program. We were in here last night with Brayton talking about it too. Like it's late, man. Um, you know, like as far as these guys in their body clocks and racing and everything mm-hmm. else, um, great for us. Cause we can probably get a pedal in the morning. I was going to ask you that. <laughs> I think we can get a pedal in the morning, everybody again, pray for us. Uh, and then we'll go to the, go to the races, but it's a, it's a night, it's a night race. So, and then later at that, I wonder how that's going to be done. Yeah. It's- you know what's crazy is it stays light till like 9.30 here. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's going to be different for sure. And it's like the time change catches me off guard here so badly because it does stay light longer here, right? Yeah. But uh, I, I don't know. Race is a race, right? Yeah. You kind of back in the day, so. you remember when you hear about Michael Rocco working out at night. Yeah. To yeah, get his, yeah, doing the program, yeah, right? Yeah, doing yeah. his program at night to uh, uh, – prepare himself for right. Supercross at night, but yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, so look, Kenny was, uh, Kenny lost the lead at Daytona. He led that race for 90% of it and then lost three points to, to Eli. And, and so three, Eli was three points ahead going into this break. He loses five more, uh, after this, after Sunday's race. And honestly, uh, and again, this is just all I've ne- I haven't texted with him. I haven't talked to him. But I'm going off the press conference, which could be wrong because, you know, it's a press conference. Riders are going to put on. But he didn't seem upset. He didn't. He seemed fine with the result. Like, Have obviously, he would like to win. But. I think he was more pumped that he didn't die when he <laughs> made on that tough plot. <laughs> yeah, he did mention that. Have, okay, so we did that one press conference that never got aired or whatever, that one we did last week. I, I missed that one. He's very upbeat right now. Like, right. This is he where maybe Eli is very, like, serious and let's, like, nose to the grindstone and, like, bomb this thing out. Kenny's fun. Like, hey, it's just it's a good time. We're just hanging out. And I think that, like, these very two polar opposite mindsets, like, he's showing everybody, like, I'm not rattled by any of this. Like, I'm just here to ride. But you agree with me then? Yeah, like, he was... Uh, he's fine. He's fine. I mean, look, he, he passed Eli Tomac, which is great. He had to have been stoked. And then Eli passed him and, and won the race. So, mm-hmm. you know, to me, full credit to Eli for being the baddest dude uh, on Sunday's race. I mean, he passed the two guys that are right behind him in points. I thought Kenny would be a little more pissed, but he was like, yeah, all right, another day. You know, I just didn't have it. We'll, we'll move on. So, you know, now the gap is eight. Mm-hmm. So, But there's six left. I know, but <laughs> I guess I'm looking at the, the, the those three guys and how much better they were, and like, I'm like, what what can happen? But then again, AC can crash in front of you, and you could almost hit his bike and end it. End it. Yeah. So anything can happen, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but to me, I'm like, boy, those five points, man, like, you know. Like, do you, are you at this mindset? Like, I think Kenny's probably okay with it because, like, you never really know. If you go off past championships, you don't know what Eli's going to do. Yeah. I feel like 2020 Eli is a bit different. Yeah. We had Anaheim one, which was. start. Yeah. But other than that, we haven't seen any bizarro Eli rides. Yeah. Well, like, you know, the race, like Anton says, he's watching it going, oh, you know, wait like 10 minutes in, then Eli's going to turn on, right? Yeah. But when I was watching him and, you know, Kenny passed him and someone else, yep. I was like, oh, is he melting oh, down? 100%. That's what, you know, I, that's yeah. what I was thinking, yep. you know, but, uh, you know, he's Mr. Smooth and Steady, you know, just well, power, power through and rest to the top. You know this, Anton, from your pit bike races and Don, you race actual real bikes for a long time. <laughs> How hard is it when a couple guys zap you 
you know, how hard is it? And, and actually gap them a little bit, not much, but they do. How hard is it to be like, okay, like I got to get two of the fastest dudes in the world back. How am I going to do that? And he did it. So full marks to Eli for doing that. I mean, that's hard to do. Maybe he knew it was going to be 29 laps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you, uh, have you rewatched like any of Sunday's race again? Yeah. Yeah. I came back that night. It was on that night. Okay. I watched the heat race again. Oh my God. Like how flawless his last lap, this white flag lap wasn't one of his best laps, but he put the bike everywhere he needed to go, yeah. was able to cut down in corners, like do everything. Once he's in the flow of everything, like, dude, it's hard. He's hard to beat. And he was on it on Sunday. Yeah. He'll just have to replicate that over and over again. And I think that that's the big 2020 thing. Like, is he able to do that on a consistent basis without one mistake leading to another, leading to another, leading to another? Because that's kind of what started happening in Atlanta, but he salvaged it a bit. Right. Yeah. I, I feel like it's been a different Eli this year as far as that goes. And it's, he's, hasn't been that way, mm-hmm. but, and, and, you know, once you get rolling, once you win one, now, you, now you're like, you know, you're racing again two days later, you know what I mean? Like things just start rolling good or bad for people mm-hmm. and with these races packed in together. And so maybe Eli's, well, and yeah. a lot of guys that we've talked to, too, they viewed this as like Anaheim 1-2. Like, this is another start of the season. They still yeah. have that first race nerves and all that stuff to come back from. Eli's never been good at the start of the season. You know, I mean, if you look historically at his Anaheim 1 yeah. results, you're never thinking like, oh, yeah, he's going to get in the mix and like win this. So for him to set the tone this early right now and not need time to warm up because there is no time to warm up, that was yeah. a big statement by him. I thought Eli's win was more impressive than, say, like JT was like, oh, Webb was right there. That's kind of what he was saying. And I'm like... I don't know, man. He passed Webb. He passed Kenny. And, you know, as again, going to the track, the soil of the track, you can't push that hard. Otherwise, you'll make a mistake. So I felt like never in my mind did Eli, could he not have wicked it up and gone harder had Webb gotten closer. I just felt like that was a commanding win by Eli despite the small gap. If you're Cooper Webb, you're like, cool, I was right there because that's what racers tell themselves. Mm-hmm. But to me, the way he was riding, mm-hmm. I like Eli could – how, how long do you want this race to go? Do you want to keep going until they run out of gas? <laughs> yeah. and, and A, do you, want to, do you want to push it a little harder? Because he, he can do that too. Mm-hmm. I, that's how I felt, Don. Yeah, I think, uh, I think he had some in the reserves for sure. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he's, well, he's close. He's not too far away from here. So he's used to the altitude, used to the track conditions, yeah. and he's got control of it. I mean, again, dude, I, I, you say there's a new Eli in 2020, right? Yeah. I, I feel like it. Yeah. I'll, I'll be on that bandwagon when I see okay. the last race. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and, and, and I can't blame you. It still like, Right. Yeah. This has been five years of waiting for Eli to win this thing. I mean, if, so. he, if, if he does it, great. Yeah. You know, amazing, yeah, yeah. right? But, right. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and you know what? I can't uh, argue that point. Like, if, if you're that way, like, uh, yeah, because I get it. Yeah. You know. And I have to wonder, do you think the heat affected Kenny at all? No, because I think up until that big one, like the gap was the huge. Big one, yeah. The big crash, almost crash. He was fine. I felt like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, he was fine. And his attitude in the press conference was like, yeah, fine. Yeah. yeah no worries. We got this. Right. And I'm like, uh, the guy just caught you and passed you the, after you got him, you know, like maybe that's a little bit of worry. I don't know. The one last thing I'll say about Eli's writing that I thought was impressive, especially as they come out of those flat, dry, marbly turns and then they hit those first rollers, mm-hmm. so uh, that long rhythm lane, and then those rollers before the triple, he had the bike pretty much stood straight up, so it wasn't like he was going to wash the front end. So he's turning upright and just, like, powering through it, right. wheeling the bike, so he's not, like, on the bite edge of the tire waiting for the front end to just go and, like, break away. Um, getting into uh, uh, the, the, other, the other field, uh, Don, Don, so many guys, uh, altitude sickness, 
spoiled fuel mm-hmm. crashing seven guys in that 450 race just didn't you know didn't do it and, and mm-hmm. 250 guys are the same way like for for an opening round i was blown away by you know sort of the the guys that were struggling a yeah. lot of struggling the number of dnfs was surprising yeah right how, how about alex just kept going back out he pulled yeah. in but he would go back out because if he knew if he did another lap he'd pick up a position he'd pick up another guy that, that pulled out um yeah. you know i guess I, look to me it's a it, i don't think you can pinpoint one thing it, it's a combination of the, of the time off and getting back into racing because nothing mm-hmm. replicates racing it's the altitude mm-hmm. and it's bike issues like yeah. all three things I, I don't think it was one well, you know, the altitude, it's funny because you and I have been riding our e-bikes around, yeah. right? And I've been like, ah, this altitude sickness or altitude, whatever. Blah, yeah. Blah. You know, then I rode, yeah. I rode my regular bike this morning. I, I about passed out. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, the altitude's gnarly. Yeah, there was a couple of climbs where I was in trail mode on an e-bike, which is the second mode. And I normally never ride there. Like, I'm an eco guy the whole time. And I'm riding in trail and I'm struggling. And I'm like, this has got, welcome to Salt Lake. This has got to be an yeah. elevation issue here because I feel not good right now yeah and i'm in the middle mode you know so um yeah it was funny to see those guys like deal with that i guess and uh i talked to jerry robin today he went and got went to a walk-in clinic got some medication for his altitude sickness and bowers told me he had it he's never had it before so again with the short turnaround are these guys going to be able to you know are they going to dig themselves a hole and not be able to get out yeah well you kind of wonder too I, i was asking anton this last night i'm like hey this whole altitude sickness thing is it just even for everyone or is it like because you would think these guys are the elite athletes professional guys that are paid to train and be yeah. in great shape yeah why are they being affected by this like this you know like but i guess it's just uh, uh, yeah because look at anderson right he's always i mean you know whatever you want to say about jason anderson he's in shape he does the work right yeah. uh, and he was getting it right so i just yeah. think i just think yeah but then you know uh i know that when you go to altitude if you're there i think it takes like a week to acclimate so i mean Will the guys who yeah. suffered at round one be fine and back to normal by round four? I don't know. That, that, that's already four, four, three rounds yeah, now that yeah, they've yeah. thrown away. It'll be interesting, Anton, to see. Like, again, you struggled on Sunday. And, yes, it's a night race. And, yes, it'll be better. But I don't know, man. It, we, could see, we could see these type of things at every round. Well, and the other thing is, too, think about how these guys are. One bad thing they get in their head, like, oh, God, it's going to happen again. Is it going to happen? And then they probably start thinking about that going into the race instead of thinking, how am I going to overcome this altitude thing? They're just waiting for it to strike at some point then. Mm -hmm. I talked to Tony Alessi a little bit, but I know, Don, you probably talked to Malcolm himself. What was up with his race? What what, what do you have to say? Uh, Malcolm just, he crashed on the first lap. Okay. Or or second lap or something. Early, yeah. came back, yeah, and uh, just didn't feel great. But... I don't think he, he said, I th- actually, I talked to him this morning. He said he didn't feel overly hot or sick or anything. He said, as soon as the race was over, boom, he felt super hot. Oh, really? But he yeah, said yeah. that's normal yeah. for him. But like Freezy, for instance, he was like, well, he's well inside the top yeah. 10. He's riding great. And he told me it, all of a sudden he went from being pumped and feeling great to it felt like he took seven, seven shots of vodka. He said, <laughs> right? so he felt drunk. Yeah, like, yeah. Whoa, what's yeah. going on? So he Bree- pulled off. Breeze too. Breeze, that was Breeze's issue. Like remember in the LCQ? Yeah. Brees was literally leading the LCQ and just went to like seventh. He just, mm-hmm. I think he just got caught up to him. So mm-hmm. I did see, well, in one practice, Malcolm was second. I think the Dino, the first practice, mm-hmm. Dino was fastest. I think Malcolm was second. So we saw that. And I saw a few like Mookie fever, whoop speed stuff come <laughs> through. He raced when he passed two guys. Oh my that God. That was great. Yeah. Was, yeah. I mean, there was, a, there was, overall, there wasn't a lot of flash from Malcolm that we normally see because of that crash and everything else. But there were glimpses. Mm-hmm. But he's been like that all year. 
You know what I mean? It hasn't been these crazy, like, oh, my God, are you watching Malcolm thing? He's just been steady. Yeah. You know, that was his first not top 10 finish all year. And to think that that's Malcolm's first not in the yeah. top 10, that's a huge deal for him because he was checkers or wreckers for a while. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So be interesting to see if he can if he can rebound and feel better at night. Uh, Marty yeah. Davalos. Dude. Oh. Big James was on fire. Was he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was, he was pretty pissed. Oh, he was? Oh, yeah. Dude. I mean, if he crashed on the second lap on that track, what, how are you going to yeah. make up any time? Yeah, I don't know. Like, once you go down or get a bad start on, on Sunday's track, you're done. You're done. Mm-hmm. You, you have to be – cut the track. I mean, yeah. these guys aren't fast enough to with those obstacles to make time up. Mm-hmm. Right? That was, that was my thinking anyways. Yeah. I'm like, you're screwed. Hey, you know what I'm wondering, too, is uh, the altitude sickness thing, like Vince getting like that and everything. Remember when Eli cooked himself – early in his career and then suffered the yeah at, at freestone yeah yeah so like uh is this going to be like that where it will take a long time to recover from or is altitude sickness different than overheating i would think like even at the same time though you probably did overheat a little bit oh, yeah. like they're hand in hot. hand and uh there's only so many days to get a handle on this it's like what we always say when we're going to like hot races like florida or when people are going to loretta's you can't start drinking water and thinking you're good day before yeah, yeah you're not going to get a handle on your hydration then you had to start two three weeks ago so if you're cooked now it's going to take a while to rebuild all that yeah it'll be it'll be interesting to see and so uh obviously the race is tomorrow night folks a fly race and moto 60 show here at slc supercross two but there's another event on friday out by the old Miller Motorsports Park, some sort of $8,000 per supercross track with these privateers going to show up. Have you seen footage of that track? No. It's where the Husky guys and the KTM guys rode the other day. Okay. So, like, Dean had it in his vlog. Oh, I saw that then. Yeah, I, yeah. Saw, I saw that. So, it's different. You know, it's yeah. not like a full-blown supercross track. It's like a state fair. Pretty so, much. we're going to have a state fair race with no social distancing going on and no regulations and then turn around and have all the regulations. And like we were talking about earlier, like if you think the LCQs at like a triple crown are good, these are going to be awesome because right. it's the same dudes. I mean, if I'm Bowers or a Ray or a, I'm going right. I'm yeah. going, yeah. I, I'm just like, screw it. Yeah. I mean, you could, how could you not? How pissed would Feld be that these guys are holding the races? They got to be so mad. Yeah. But, but I, I think, I think to the other point of them too, like as Feld has explained over the last two years, especially to us as media guys, they don't want to seem like this faceless villain anymore. If yeah. they went and put the squeeze on this local promoter, it's curtains then. They no, no, yeah, no, I'm not suggesting that. It's that. just like, here we go with all these violations and, or all these regulations, I should say, and all these things that we got to do, literally taking it very, very seriously. Mm-hmm. And then Yahoo's are having a race on Friday night and everybody's going to be hanging out. They're just like, they're, like just facepalm, right? Like they're just going to do that. So I don't know. So you're going to check that out? Swap yeah. Moto Live will be on the scene? I, I like that stuff. I went to that one before Tampa. I went to JV's race a few weeks ago. Stuff like that's fun because you get to see these guys in a whole different element. It's kind of like Europe, kind of like Europe races. Kind of. A little bit like that. But way more redneck. <laughs> but way more. Are there going to be pit bike races, Anton? Let's see. Are you going to gonna let him enter, Don, if there's uh, pit bike races? He can do what he wants. Oh, yeah? Oh, okay. yeah. Right. yeah. I'm not on as short of a leash as everybody thinks. Okay, all right. I mean, uh, I am, but I'm not. Yeah. Uh, kinetic Mesh gear giveaway 2020 and a half. Uh, kinetic Mesh, if you're listening live, we're going to do it in the next uh, hour or so. Uh, contest at pulpamexshow.com. We'll give a set away that gear. Max's tires as well. MXSTs developed by Jeremy McGrath. Used by? Alex Ray. Alex Ray. Oh, yeah. And also, uh, uh, of course, I wonder if he's get- running STs on this hard pack track. That's a good point. You could, yeah, you could actually, those tires, yeah. Those tires are badass, right? Yeah. Yep. But if you run them on a hard pack track. Yeah. Not the greatest. They break. Yeah. Or, or you, they can break. Yeah. You know, but. Yep. Uh, 
Good tire, though. Yeah, I agree. So maybe you'd want to go with something else that Maxxis has. Yeah. If I was allowed to walk around the pits, if only you, if only you could get a hold of him and yeah. know him. I don't know. He's, he's he's one of those untouchable guys. You can't. No. Yeah. He's he's very difficult to work with. Yes. Uh, also, thanks to the folks at uh, Get and Athena and the folks at Pro Taper as well. That seller device is out now. So uh, I talked on, touched on it a little bit. How about Marty Davalos? Okay. Look, Pierce Brown, the star of the of the race, besides the winners. And, and everybody else rode well. And then Marty is going to get overshadowed here. Mm. Somehow Marty did 29 laps on hard pack and never lost the front end. And was fast the whole <laughs> <Dude>. time. <laughs> never lost the front end. I don't know how he did it, but good job for Marty. Yeah. Did, did you he, talk to him at all? Or? I did not. Okay, did you? No. Okay. Did he fall at all? No. Not at no, all? No, no. I said the most amazing thing about the race was Kyle Cunningham and Marty Davalos never fell. But I was informed after the race that Cunningham did fall. <laughs> so we didn't have a perfect... Perfect night for those two guys. But Marty rode really well. Dude, he was – and he was catching Zacho a little bit. Anderson was not far ahead by the end. So props to Marty Davalos. Mm-hmm. So what, he got six? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's I mean – That's a great result. We saw him run third in Atlanta forever, right? Second yeah. and then third, right? So all of that was – so maybe Marty's turning a corner here. I don't know. 85 days didn't seem to bother him, I guess, or – get his momentum or kill his momentum a little bit. So uh, good job for Marty Davalos for sure. Uh, I really was impressed with Anderson getting Osborne back. Mm. I really would have bet a lot of money that Osborne was going to get the fourth and, and seal that deal. Mm. But props to Anderson. He dug deep and got him back. So Jason is really good on hard pack. People yeah. don't yeah. remember that, but like that Australia race I went to, the New Zealand one before that, he is excellent when it comes to that. Because right. that's like what New Mexico. Yeah, yeah, that's what you grew so up in. So he's right? very good. I think that he could be... Uh, a big spoiler in a lot of this stuff, especially yep. with how much he has to prove right now too. Adam seems to crashed out. I expect him on. I, I, I predicted last night on the show, I had a hot take on the pulp show. Uh, he told me he was 60, 40 to race uh, tomorrow. So I, I think he'll be there, right? Do, do you all think he's, he'll line up. Yeah, he'll be there. Uh, my hot take last night on the pulp show was that he'll be on the box. Uh, <sighs> yeah. How bad's he hurt? He says it's not as bad as Glendale. Yeah. So whatever that means. So I wonder I if there's a, he's a gamer. He's a gamer. It's got to be a hyperbaric chamber in, in town, right? When I talked to him, uh, Nick way was going out to buy a garbage can to, uh, ice him, to ice him up. But yeah, yeah. I, t- I texted Adam and he, uh, he wrote back, Oh, this ice bath thing sucks. Yeah. So, so what do you, what, so you're saying podium's too hot of a take for you? Well, I mean, I'd love to see, I'd love to see him win. Right. I've been waiting for Adam to win a race all year. Cause I figure he's going to win and it's going to, open the floodgates and then he's going to win and win and win. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I was super bummed to see that seem go down like that. Cause, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. Did you get a shots of it? Did you see it? I didn't really catch it by the time I, I was like standing there and I just saw kind of like the tumbling and the chaos and then the flaggers running around and then how long it felt like it took. I was like, Oh, this is, yeah. He good. sat there for a long he sat time. There yeah. For a while. Yeah. I was, I was, I honestly was like, man, they're going to bring out red flag. I did too. Single file start, all that stuff. Mm hmm. And uh, they, uh, at some point, the medic guy started waving frantically. And I'm like, oh, yeah. like, oh, shit, like, things are getting serious here. But then, then, then he got up and rode off. But, yeah, but, um, yeah I mean, he was, I think I, I talked to him a little bit. He was frustrated with what's going on. You know, like, he's like, what? He's like, yeah, I forget what he said to me. He's like, uh, when's it going to stop, man? <laughs> and, and I'm like, dude, the, the switch will flip and you'll figure this thing out. And he was like, yeah, but it hurts until then. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, this is all part of the learning curve, I think. But. I mean, he was fast all day. Let's, I mean, not that this is a news to anybody, but mm. he was fast. Yeah. I think the other good thing for Adam is, too, he 
realizes when he messes up and then thinks like, how can I fix this? Instead of just doing the insanity take where you just keep doing it over and over and over again, thinking the outcome's going to be different. Like Adam always tweaks a little bit. He's just always pushing pretty hard. Like he evaluates really well what's going on. And I think Nick is really, really big to be like, hey, you did this, this, and this here. So change that. Yeah. I think there's a, there's a Loretta Lynn's qualifier on Saturday here, out yes. here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Will, will Adam be out there with the, with the way, with the way kids? Helping them out. So, are we, do we have any Loretta's attempts going on? You, no? No. No. Nothing? No. no. All right, I'm just checking. I don't know. Cause, I mean, because now surprised. they don't have to do the area and regional. Like, they're just, now they're all the one. So, yeah. I think, uh, I mean, I'm excited to go to Loretta's for the first time to watch this national there now. Are I, you really? That, dude, that is going to be so weird. It's going to be weird. I've never been, so like... That, no that track is not ready for a national. There is going to be so many kids with PTSD going back through those front gates of their dad, like, we mortgaged the house to bring you here. Don't mess this up. Yeah. It's a mini bike track. They're yeah. going to have to completely revamp the thing. Yeah. I would hope they have to. Yeah. I don't know about 60 horsepower, 65 horsepower, 450s. I no, mean, Don, you, you raced there, Don, years ago, but yeah. yeah. It's horrifying. <laughs> Five, five you sound like uh Kiefer the same way it was horrifying Dude, it was it was it was the most humbling humiliating experience of my life i mean yeah. I, I crashed 11 times in the first practice session i've never <laughs> seen straightaway ruts like that you know and, and then in my first moto i fell on the parade lap in front of the grandstands <laughs> it was horrible you did have some sweet a-star gear for that though you look like you look good yeah on yamaha right you were yamaha yeah 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 you did look the part of yeah, the, the learning curve was severe right right now it'll be interesting to see how the national though that news broke last night so uh anton what do you think of chad reed the 2-2 uh he made fun of me for wearing a mask so he was feel- well, of course yeah because he, he so he, i mean he was feeling good mm-hmm. uh but what'd you make of him uh first ride on a ktm um he looked frisky he did look yeah. pretty good he can whip it just like everything else. I was, uh, I was like really, really looking at the bike. So he doesn't have Johnny's suspension, the Art of War stuff on there. Now he has AEO because AEO is a WP shop. So like, it's a big difference than what he has been on. Um, but yeah, I, you could tell that he was totally frustrated. Like when he pulled into the mechanics area to talk to Ben a couple times uh, during that main event, you're just like, oh, this isn't going to go. It was to the point where I'm like, yeah, he's yeah. Not, he's not going to do all seven of these if it, if it keeps going like this. Well, I boiled fuel, right? Yeah. So um, I thought he looked pretty good though. Like, I, thought, I thought he looked good. But I, you know what? I, I was watching him in practice. I'm like, hey, Chad looks good. Chad looks frisky, like you said. And then I'm like, he crosses the line and he's 18th. I'm like, yeah. oh, oh boy. But heat race was, was good. So. And like, I've been saying this ever since that Paris Supercross last year. Just watch Chad for one lap. Like, it's there. He knows how to do it. There's nobody that has the technique as dialed as he does. Like, you watch him ride. It might not be as fast as it used to be, but it's precise. See, I, I disagree a little bit, Anton. I think you watch Adam or Eli go through a corner and Chad still looks uh, like stiff, like old. Oh, he's like, he's 38. I know. And so to me, the corner stuff is where I notice him not like, I'm like, Oh, like that's not what he knows what to do. But that's where I'm like, Oh boy. He like, you know, I more so mean like if you watch him go through a rhythm section, yeah. it's downsides jumps. He does yeah, yeah, and whoops, stuff like oh, that. Oh, whoops, he's perfect. got whoops down, like no problem, still like all that. And so I could see in the corner thing with how and Zach Osborne explained this to me. Cornering has changed so much in the last few years that I could see that being hard to break out of a routine that you've had for twenty something years already. Yeah, really, right. Um, so I give him a free pass yeah. on that, but the rest of the track, yeah, like, no, I get what dialed. you mean. Sure, and and hey, he'll still put a run in the whoops. Oh, that, yeah. that, that'll you know that'll that'll open your eyes up. So, uh, yeah, I thought I thought he looked, yeah, just just 
I, like you said, frisky, whipping the bike, kind of look like he's having fun on a KTM, and, and we'll see that. Uh, I just, I want him, you know, like, like if things go shitty on tomorrow for him, like, you know, does he just like pack it in or? Yeah, he's not going to pack it. He told me that he still loves racing. Yep. He just hates the qualifying for the main event. <laughs> Uh, do you think this is it for him? I haven't pinned him down on that. I've kind of tried to. Um, I like, think so. You do? Yeah. I, I think this will be it. Right. Which is kind of shitty for him because he was getting his whole farewell thing. and You know what I mean? And that was cool. But now that it's... I was thinking he might change his mind because it's seven at Salt Lake City with no fans. Um, but he had a... I mean, that Atlanta tribute with his kids and Ellie and all that stuff. Like, that was awesome. Really few far better ways to go out than that. Um, yeah. Daytona was cool because he got to do all that. And he's done that two years in a row. Because, you know, last year we thought it was over. So Daytona went through all that to bring him out for that. So he's had a good farewell tour. And I think that maybe all that, you know, hey, maybe we will do this again in 2021 when that break was happening. And then to get here, it's a way different realization of, like, yeah. oh, yeah, what we thought and then how this really goes is going to be two different things. Yeah, absolutely. I guess we'll see. I, I love to see him. I love to see him lead up some laps, uh, heat race or main or whatever, just before, you know, a couple of times, see, see how that goes. Uh, um, so, uh, JGR's luck, uh, continues oh, with, with, uh, everything. Uh, Brock tickle crashes in the first practice session, breaks his other hand, throttle hand, just came off a broken hand. I thought maybe he re-injured the same hand. And then I talked to him after don't tell Sean that from Feld, but I talked to him, uh, <laughs> broke his other hand, thinks he can race Saturday. Yeah. Or Sunday, I mean. I'm sorry. I keep saying Saturday. I th- he thinks he can race Sunday. That's what is the same report you guys got? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's doing a lot of therapy stuff here, too. So like a boxer fracture then, I guess, and like yeah. tough it out? Must be, but then even on a bro- uh, boxer's fac- fracture, remember when Christian did it, you have no grip strength then on the outside of your hand. I don't know. Sweet Jesus. When does it stop for JGR, Don? Mm. And then so, uh, Freddie... I thought he got hot and pulled off, but I guess he's Tweaked injured. His Tweaked his ankle. Okay. And then, yeah, pulled off because the ankle was bad. So nothing's changed in JGR's world, everybody. We're, we had 85 days off, but so come on, right? You know, you know, what's crazy about that is during that break, Brock went out and bought his own bike. I heard. So he, yeah. he bought RMZ 450 yeah. from Myron Short. Yeah. Because, you know, Myron owns the uh, Bar X team. Okay. So he bought a, a bike from him. Well, okay, so backing up a little bit, I had to do some photo shoots with Brock for helping out FXR. Yeah. So the first time, we used our test bike. And uh, so I had to call Rene Zapata and get graphics shipped over. Yeah. Shot photos of him and then changed the graphics and, you know, gave the bike back to our test rider. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, we got these new new LE kits we need. So I had to borrow a bike from Rich Taylor. <laughs> get graphics get from Rene. Get graphics from Rene again, boom. And then... Uh, you know, give it back after that. And then Brock went out and bought a bike. Yeah. And I said, Oh, you got to do a photo shoot. Got graphics from Renee again. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, uh, UPS messed up. And okay. The gear never got there. So yeah. we were actually supposed to reshoot it here. Yeah. And then now he breaks his hand. So, uh, Andy from FXR texted me, said, where's tickle. Yeah. And I said, Andy, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> he broke his hand. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd be interested to see if he can if he can tough it out. I don't know. We'll see. Now, did you see he wasn't using JGR suspension? AEO suspension. Right. Yeah. Right. That's oh, he a, was. Yeah. yeah. So I guess, you know, with Johnny leaving, yeah. there's a new suspension guy there. Yeah. He's, he's young. In yeah. his young 20s. And uh, yeah, so Brock still has that great relationship with AEO Power Sports guys. Yeah, who he was going to do the team with before yeah. the year. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he was, he had his bike that he purchased. Uh, they, they did the suspension. He felt comfortable on it. Yeah. So he told J-Bone, like, hey, I want to race with this stuff. And they, they were okay with it. They were okay with it. Yeah. yeah. So I was wondering if that was a big sort of 
issue, but no, apparently not. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. So the JGR uh, uh, thing continues uh, with Fast Freddy's ankle and Tickle's hand, and they need Troll Train to, to chop her in and save this thing. No, Dakota's now. <laughs> in a couple of weeks. Yeah, Dakota's, of course, is out too as well. So um, AP crappy, crappy race form. He said he crashed or got pushed off the track or something early, and then again, same thing as Malcolm. What are you going to do on that track, right, to, 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 to fight your way up? So AP wasn't great. Barsha, Anton just... I don't Bad know if start. I even noticed Barsha. Terrible start. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of like, where's he going to go on the starting line? And I don't know if you've talked to other guys, but the, the starting line gate pick, especially for the main events, has been complete chaos. Yeah. It's not gone very well. So there was a lot of like, where's he going to go? Where's he going to go? And then he picked one all the way to the inside. And then you watch on the TV, he's one of the last guys coming into the first turn, and it just was never a factor after mm. that. But really, even in qualifying, too, I was oh, expecting yeah. like, yo, first race back, this is going to be a big one. Anaheim won two. Right. And... Yeah, I was wondering if it was a if it was a hard pack soil issue with Barsha. Like I do think of him as an East Coast guy, but he's won Anaheim. You know, I mean, it was muddy, but I mean, I feel like he's done well in every type of dirt. He's just a great rider, but he was off. Yeah, so maybe he was the one jet skiing during those eighty five days or something. Something. <laughs> no, he was riding the whole time. Yeah, I heard he was. Oh, I, yeah, I heard he like, was. You just think about his his throttle style. Yeah. And the hard yeah, pack track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 as I said, he's putting good rides in hard pack yeah. tracks, so he but knows still. what he's doing. I think we'll see Barsha tomorrow night. Yeah, you think that? When, when it's not slippery. Listen, he's on Blue Crew, and when you're on Blue Crew, <laughs> life is better. So, I mean, uh, it's just, you know. And, like, with Justin's riding style of being so aggressive and, like, to the limit, you really couldn't be on the limit on a track like that. Otherwise, you were going to shoot off into the stands. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Uh, Fly Racing Moto 60 Show. we got about 10 minutes left here with Don Maeda and Michael Antonovich from Swap Moto Live. Uh, again, email us, contest at pulpamexshow.com. you got to... Um, 13 more minutes to get that email in. If you want a set of 2020 and a half kinetic mesh gear, it's a gear of choice for myself. Although I asked Max for, um, uh, sublimated and I didn't get it. No. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't even promote them. Do you but, get, do you get the name on the back? That's real crinkly. I don't get anything on the back. Nothing. Well, you don't want your name on the back, right? I don't really know. Yeah. But if I could get supplemented, I would. <laughs> just to be, just to have that something cool, right? So flyracing.com, 2020 and a half kinetic mesh. Uh, we're going to give a set of that away here on the Fly Racing Moto 60 show. Also, thanks to the folks at Get and Athena. I have one of those Get SOS things on my mountain bike. So, you know, like if I tumble, if, if oh, I tumble, yeah. it calls me. If I don't answer, it calls Pookie. And if Pookie doesn't answer, it calls 911. Did it call you yesterday going down that? Uh, <laughs> Thanks for that. No, no. Did you like the edit I made? Yeah, for? yeah. The typical Don, right? Yeah. That, that, that's, that's swap. He'll get you. Um, he got me on yeah, he'll get you. Yeah, he'll get you. It's, it's not a matter of, of, of if, it's when. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah that, that, and you know what? And like, why didn't I go down that far left side? That was just so much yeah, easier. Left side's I, I followed A Ray, which was a bad idea. It's all right, because today I got video footage of Tapia walking it. And uh, who's the other guy I went with? Lane Shaw. Lane Shaw. He ate shit there. Oh, he did? Yeah. Did he go on the right? Oh, he went on the right. Okay, everybody. <laughs> go on the left on the bobsled run. You know, you know who was sweet on it? Huh. It was Weege. Yeah. Weege just went down to the left with the seat up. Yeah. No, why can't he's, he's a technical, logical idiot, but sometimes he's like a savant. They're a different thing. So, uh, and so, yeah, please check us out, uh, flyracing.com on the web. And, uh, and thanks to those guys. Um, anybody... Anton, I'll ask you this. Anybody that didn't make the main in either class was a surprise. I mean, Brees, sure, but he's missed mains before. Um, no, honestly, like, all those guys were... Current Thurman in 250s, I'm thinking? Yeah, but, like, even then, that first one, and it's kind of like a weirdo race. Yep. So I could get that. Um, and Curran seems like he's here just pretty much doing it on his own. It didn't really seem like there was a big, like, whoa, where's that guy at? Uh... 
honestly, Sunday was pretty much like par for the course. Yeah, yeah, I felt like too. Uh, again, maybe Brees gets in and squeezes out. I don't know who he squeezes out. Maybe our buddy A-Ray. Uh, A-Ray I, rode pretty well, though. Yeah, that win was big. That yeah. was a good battle to get up and in the front. Yeah, yeah, he rode through those guys. So, um, But yeah, and Curran Thurman has made every main on the East Coast, but this one yeah. he didn't make. So and maybe he's good. Like, yeah. Curran is good. He's made yeah. a lot of progress yeah. in the last year. Yeah, John Short was good, too, by the way. John Short was really strong. Uh, and Kyle Peters was sixth. Peters always typically always overlooked for Kyle Peters, right? Like nobody ever talks about him or whatever. He uh, he had one good one. So those rollers before the triple. Yeah. He kind where, of, where Pierce Brown passed everybody. Uh-huh. Yeah. He kind of cross-rutted and I have a photo. You're coming straight on. His bike is at an angle <laughs> pointing off the track. No feet on the pegs and he's just on the throttle. Yeah, like, really? Okay. okay yeah. All right. Uh, Enzo Lopes rode pretty well. Uh, he got yeah. caught by uh, uh, Swole at the end there, but uh, Lopes has been pretty good. Jalik has made pretty good progress. Uh, it, it, no. To uh, go from uh, missing the first one, and then he's been top 10, and then that. Dude, I have not been impressed with Jaleek Swole. He's on a, to me, in that class, on a factory motorcycle. Like, th- this is a huge. Horsepower is everything. That factory bike is everything in that class. And Kyle Peters is beating him. Yeah, oh, but and, and he's got nine. Um, is there such a thing every, as rookie supercrosses anymore? You ride supercross. You know, you ride the I features. Mean, you other, ride. With the exception of Adam, who was like, you know, the last yeah, of yeah, that generation no. to win right off the bat. Every other rookie guy has had struggles. Pierce Brown. Pierce had struggles, though. You know, cra- Atlantic crashed. Yeah, but he was, he was fast. When has Swole been like, holy shit, like, look at Swole? Yeah, but I don't think that Look, that's and he works with Red Dog, wants. so I'm a fan. Yeah. I'm on board. I just, dude, in, in that class, when you've been groomed like that and you're a factory guy and you got access to the Supercross test tracks and access to all the guys sitting around and, and Kyle Peters beats you and, and, and John Short's catching you, mm-hmm. I just, I just, I just want more. Mm. I don't know. No, and I, I understand okay, that yeah. totally. What are you laughing at? No, it's just you guys going back and forth. <laughs> hey, but Enzo, I yeah. thought maybe there was a chance of him not being here I because of the whole... Uh, Me, yeah, I don't know how he got in because Joan Cross, who's, who was leading our Yamaha LCQ challenge thing, couldn't get in from Spain. I guess They wouldn't let was, him in. I guess the government did something where they contacted other countries and like if you have athletes that are going to come back yeah. all these sports, they've gotten it through. But Joan but, but, yeah, was doing the same thing. To, yeah. I was surprised that Enzo made it back so fast, especially because Brazil's situation too. Right, and Clout not making it right. I heard. No, Clout stayed no, here. Clout the whole stayed oh, he's here. Time, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I thought somebody Clout said never Clout never left. Okay. Um, maybe another Aussie then. Somebody else. Well, Wilson and Tanti were never going to stay. They were never coming back. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. So Joan Cross didn't make it, and yeah, Enzo did from Brazil. So I was with you. I thought I'm like, how does the Brazilian guy going to get in? There's no chance. Yeah. But so, um, but no, Enzo's been really good. So good job, good job for, for Enzo Lopes on the club team. I wonder how much of Enzo's, uh, and this, this was brought up on a show last night, Enzo's improved quite a bit from last year. Is it just a Suzuki to Yamaha thing? Probably a Sorry, little. not sorry. <laughs> That's part of it. For right? Sure, yeah. That's got to be part of it, I, I would think. So, Don, you've ridden all the bikes, and Yamaha's a great 250F. Yeah, it's, it's like cheating. <laughs> McElrath's bike was yeah. really good, yeah. in case yeah. you're wondering. So The whole shot's. Yeah. Dude, Mac, McElrath's whole shots were big. Right. And so, then that, that after the, the triple, rhythm lane, yeah, after the, the rhythm, triple out, yep. man, no problem. Every single lap. Yep. He, I don't think he missed it once. Nope. He did it with guys doubling in front of him. Yeah, yeah. No, did. I know. I know. If you chase Sexton, although the Geico bike is better than it was last year, you got to be like, oh, man. A lot of Hondas. There was a lot of Hondas in that first 250 heat race. Like, I want to say it was like seven or eight of the transfer spots mm-hmm. were Hondas. And then 
that's a big deal, especially with how bad that bike was looked down on the last two seasons. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, yeah. They've done a good job with those guys. So, um, all right, everybody. Well, Fly Racing Moto 60 show. Um, thoughts on tomorrow's night? I, I need, before we go, I need some predictions. I need the podium predictions in both classes from both of you. Oh. Uh, my hot take was AC podium. So that, that's my hot take from last night. But what, 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 what do you think? Do we see much difference, Anton? I don't think too much. I, yeah, I, I really don't think so. I think that um, it probably, with how good those top three guys were, like that was incredible to see Webb, Rocks, and Tomac in a battle, even if it was like third, fourth, fifth back there. Yep. I think eventually those guys are going to find each other at the front, and that'll be great. But those three dudes are going to get to the front of the pack no matter what right now. I really don't think that there's going to be a lot to discourage them because there's so much on the line. Tomac needs a championship. Ken wants a championship. Cooper doesn't want to go down as just a one-time title guy. You know, I think that so those three give us guys the order. are going to be it. Give us a running order. Rocks and Tomac Webb. All right. 250s? Sexton, McElrath, Nichols. Don? Webb, Rocks, and Tomac. Oh, Webb coming in. Yeah. yeah. I just saw him. My bike trail. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. McElrath, Sexton, Nichols. Yeah. Yeah, man, I, I like McElrath, Sexton, Nichols in the 250 class too because of that bike and getting out front. And mm-hmm. I don't know how. And I think Marchbanks rode great. I mean, full props to him. But Nichols, Nichols is a race winner. You know what I, I mean? How about so. when Nichols uh, was getting lapped? He stayed in front of Shane. Yeah. For a long he time. He didn't look like he like helped the cause too much. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was, it, but hey, whatever. We didn't yeah. hold him up. No, I mean, no, no. He was fast enough to run that pace. Yeah, it was just, it was just weird to not see a guy move over like a little bit. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's fine. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't anything bad. So uh, I think AC ends up at third. So I'm going to go Tomac, Roxon, AC. I got to stick with my hot take. So, mm-hmm. uh, all right. Well, hey, SwapMotoLive.com, right? Go yep. there. Yep. Bookmark it. Yep. Podcasts, videos, stories. Anton, mm-hmm. what else could you possibly want? Lots of Anton. Lots of Anton, everybody. So I'm just glad he's alive after the, after the protests and everything else. Uh, so uh, Swap Moto Live, uh, check them out, please, for, for information. They'll be covering Salt Lake City just like all of us uh, from head to toe. Uh, Don will mountain bike tomorrow, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, so looking forward to that before the race. Uh, so thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Anton, thank you. Thanks as always. All right. Salt Lake City. Supercross 2 preview, Fly Racing Moto 60 show presented by the folks at Athena and Get Maxis and, of course, the guys at Pro Taper as well. We will be back this Saturday for a preview of Race 3, everybody. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to enter the, to win the Kinetic Mesh gear. And uh, thanks for coming out, everybody. See you later.